Okay. People, listen up. It's a fucking lockdown right oh, now. Come off it. We're no, not in no. a prison drama, are we? We are in a prison drama. This is the fucking Shawshank Redemption, right? But with more tunneling through shit, no fucking redemption. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Sheriff, this is no time to panic. This is the perfect time to panic. <laughs> end of the world. I ain't going with I'm going with child. Hey, fuck you, Parker! I'm going with you! Who says I want you going with me? Oh, I'm the bullshit! Because the whole world gone crazy! Hey! Everybody calm the fuck down. She's so close now. This girl is half his age. Hello and welcome to another episode of Holmes Movies Recommends. My name is Anders Holmes. I'm joined by my brother Adam over Skype in America. Hello. So today is is uh, the episode where I will be recommending something, and I am going to be recommending a film from the 1970s, and it was made in 1974, and it was the film that. Francis Ford Coppola directed just after he had huge success with The Godfather. The Godfather Part Two. No. <laughs> oh, oh, the, the no the conversation. Oh, that's a good movie. Oh yes. Oh yes, indeed. Yeah, he was actually competing against himself at the at the Oscars because he was nominated for Best Picture and Best Director on this film as well as for Godfather Part 2. The conversation is a very good movie indeed. Yeah, and as someone who really likes sound and the film is about a person who is a surveillance expert and uses sound and things like that is is a really good and it's it's also a really interesting character study into the character played by Harry Cole played by Gene Hackman who very much is a man who values his own privacy, uh, doesn't have any phones in his house, very he uses pay phones, he um, works in like, has like his office in like this warehouse, which is like huge and it takes up like this small little bit. And he doesn't really have any friends. He has some mistress that he sees. His only real hobby is playing along to jazz records with a tenor saxophone and, and Gene Hackman did learn how to play the saxophone for for the movie and the movie uh, takes place in the opening in the square in San Francisco and the movie takes place during in all the in Union Square and he's trying to do this really really quite complex uh surveillance on these two people like a couple a man and a woman and trying to sort of figure out what they're saying and it's it's this job that he's been given to record their conversation and to sort of find out what they're doing and then he 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 starts to become very paranoid about and he becomes obsessed with these two people and trying to sort of understand what they're what they're about and what's going on. And he feels like, you know, he's he's he might have gotten himself involved in something like he's you know, he's got himself involved in like a murder or or or, or something like that. Or it's because there's the they're talking about the, the, the he'll he'd kill us if if he got the chance and things like that. So he becomes more and more convinced that something really bad is about to happen. And it's it sort of relates to like this something that happened in his past. But it's a really, 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 uh, really intense and just really, just really well shot, really well directed. Uh, Walter Murch, who edited the film, he's a great, uh, he worked, he did a lot of sound work for, on Apocalypse Now. He's, he's a fantastic editor. He did so many great 
did so many great films. One of them is The English Patient, and he did a lot of great, nice little dissolves, and and he's a he's a fantastic editor and like uh, one of the, one of the best. And and this film does have some great actors in it. It's got John Cazale, who we know is Fredo from the Godfather movies and also in Dog Death. Yeah, Fre- John Cazale, who was only in great movies. Yeah, and all of them were nominated, <laughs> and all of them were nominated for Best Picture. Right amazing yeah uh alan garfield who sadly passed away recently great character actor was in a lot of films one of which was beverly hills cop 2 he played chief lutz the great uh chief lutz in that film uh terry gar who plays uh phoebe's mother in friends uh robert duvall who uh is a who's you know a good uh who who needs no introduction (laughs) who needs no introduction and a very uh, a very uncommon role for one particular actor who who very rarely played the villain. I think he's only played the villain a couple of times, and that is uh, Harrison Ford. Right. Who, who is, is um, deliciously creepy in this. Yeah, and he's just, just yeah, he, he just kind of shows up in some moments, and you just feel like... He's a like, real oily tick in this movie. Yeah, he's a bit he's a bit of a slimy little little dude in this movie. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. this... I mean, uh, the the performances in it are just stunning, and I mean, Gene Hackman obviously. It, again, it's like it's like what I said about the French Connection. You know, with with Gene Hackman, kind of blows everyone out of the water. But what you don't, then you know, what you kind of are in danger of losing is the fact that this film is is full of other great actors, yeah. and it wouldn't work if it wasn't. And um, and I just his his whole um, the the way he inhabits the role is uh, is is amazing, and. Um, and and the um i mean i don't want to talk about the ending because yeah, we yeah, don't want to you... do spoilers on these but there no. is a there is a, a a devastating uh payoff you know to this movie yeah. um and it, that it's, he that he channels just brilliantly yeah i think he was he he plays like he plays paranoia very well in this movie like you could just you could just see it just seeping off of him and like how obsessed he is with this with this recording of these two people but also i I, what i really like in this movie is that i i mean i think francis Ford coppola is a very interesting director he you know we've seen that with the godfather movies we've seen that in apocalypse now but i think with the conversation he was and you could say this is like the precursor to his the 80s part of his career where he was experimenting quite a lot and i feel like he was experimenting quite a bit mainly with sound with editing and with directing and things like that, there's a few little dream sequences in this movie, which is yeah. very sort of French new wavy and stuff like that, which is something he really did in this sort of 80s part of his career when he did films like The Outsiders and Rumblefish and uh, uh, One from the Heart, which is like a musical and things like that. And then, you know, the biggest fucking ex- like crazy like uh like experimental film he did was the fucking dracula movie he did and that is just like just an acid trip <laughs> was that called again bram stoker's dracula yeah bram stoker's dracula with gary oldman as dracula and keanu reeves doing a very 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 terrible british accent oh jesus christ i have no interest in seeing that there is a lot of scene chewing in that film not just from gary oldman but from anthony hopkins <laughs> yeah he is the devil's concubine. Oh my god! It is a weird. Sounds like the only thing that film is missing is Al Pacino. It is a weird, weird fucking movie, and it has Tom Waits and Richard E. Grant. Like it is just filled with actors who just love to just 
act. Oh, sure. Yeah, why not? Master, you promised me. <laughs> Can we go back to the conversation, please? <laughs> the conversation of the conversation. Yeah. Uh, we were having a, an interesting conversation about the conversation before you started quoting... Um, uh, crap um yeah so no this film is is um it won the palm door i think it was won the highest yeah. art the Cannes film festival and it was nominated for three academy awards one of which uh was best sound for walter Mertz. so he wasn't just the editor he did the sound on that as well and god this is like your dream guy <laughs> yeah no it's just like i have i have a what a, a book I started reading in film school, which is his conversation with the author of The English Patient and him talking about editing and like the stuff that he discovered while doing making the films and stuff. It's pretty interesting. I I, I, I didn't get a chance to read it because my rental period had to expire. So I actually I bought it online and I have it at home. It's really like for, for anyone who's like interested in editing and film making in general, that's that's a really good book to get. It's called so he's written two books, one of which is about editing called In the Blink of an Eye, and the other one which is called The Conversations, Walter Murch, and the Art of Editing, which he did with the with the writer of uh, The English Patient, uh, the, the, the book. So I have both those books at home, actually. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of this guy. Fantastic. Um, no, he's, um, he clearly, clearly, clearly knows his stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, so, uh, I mean, yeah, if you haven't seen the conversation, do it. I, it took me a while to watch it. I thought wrongly that it might not be worth my time, but it really, really is. Um, I think there is, um, there's so much in there. And obviously, it, it's a slightly obvious, but nonetheless valid point that it tells you a lot about where we were going in the 1970s and it kind of where we've ended up in terms of yeah. surveillance culture and the ways in which we are you know subject to that it has changed you know pr the role the role of privacy in society is so um is, is a complete it's a completely different concept now than it was in the 1970s and i think it's really worth reflecting on that in you know in, in a in the time you know in our within the the lifespan of our parents that um yeah you know that has changed so fundamentally so uh, who knows what the the you know yeah the, well the i mean the, the, the outcome will be of all of this um but i think the conversation is a really important um you know piece in the puzzle in terms of trying to track the the development of what we've got now i think yeah. it, it has so much to say about about our own time as well as, as well as its time yeah i mean by no fault of his own like this film was released into theaters just a few months before richard nixon resigned and then a lot of people are interpreting this movie as a reaction to the watergate scandal Oh, interesting. Because so, of the tapes. Yeah, yeah. It does feel oh, slightly connected into that. But all that stuff about surveillance, it does play into a, a similar film which came out in the nineties, which also stars Gene Hackman, and that's Tony Scott's film Enemy of the State, which is also a really, really good film. And that's like you could say the character that he plays in Enemy of the State is basically Harry Cole, but but older. Right. Um well, you know, I mean, I've, I've heard that theory and it's kind of fun to think about. Yeah. So um, I'm I, not gonna, I will say I'm like, not gonna lie, but where's his saxophone? <laughs> I will say the first time I watched this film, I didn't quite enjoy it. I didn't I didn't. It's probably because I didn't quite. I was sort of watching thinking going into it like, oh, this is going to be like the Godfather or Apocalypse Now. And it wasn't that it was a different breed of horse. But like the other times when I watched it again, I really enjoyed it quite a bit more. And I as I, I think as I got older, I sort of appreciated it a bit more. And now I really see it as like a like a fantastic just a classic almost 
it well it is i mean i think um it's absolutely a classic but um yeah um i i think if anyone um if anyone's in any doubt uh go see it so um, yeah yeah seek it I, out i think that, i think that pretty much does it to be honest um yeah the conversation see it and then email us with your theories about you know the end yeah but you know after watching it just 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 you, you, no one's what no one's spying on you just it's don't worry it's okay except they are spying <laughs> except they are <laughs> yeah but we're spying on you <laughs> so yeah that's my recommendation do check back with us with adam's recommendation all right see ya bye